greetings and salutations, everybody. It's Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Hello? I'm here. Hey, there he is. It sound weird. <laughs> what? We're gonna make it work though. What's up? What's happening? Hey, it's a very, very. We in here. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm over here. You over there? But we here. We, we still in here. We're still standing. We're still strong. <laughs> you got Antoine Fisher. <laughs> Welcome everyone to another edition of Where the Webs, aka. Keeping up with the webs, webs worldwide, favorite auntie and uncle, king, queen of the three-day weekend. International webs. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. Antoine Fisher was precious before precious. What? Precious with a happy ending. What? (laughs) Still, in case y'all wonder, nothing has changed other than Mr. Webb is... On location in Ohio. O H I O. Yeah. Yay. Coming to you. I got, <laughs> I got a couple days left here in the state of Ohio. Somebody better show me something or I'm going in. I'm roasting you. Wait Ohio. a minute. You can't roast the whole state. You're in Columbus, first of all. I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Home of the Ohio State University, the Buckeyes. All right. Uh, yeah. I ain't really seen much. I, I mean, I, be, I was driving around. I was like, this it? This it? Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay. Y'all giving Mr. Oh, yeah. Webb reasons to have a, have a hit list. Jacksonville is still on the list. <laughs> Columbus, I'm about to put Columbus, Ohio. I'm about to put you on the list of Jackson. <laughs> you about to be on the list of Jackson. So any anyway, I got, let's, let's. I got a couple more days here. Uh, I actually need to get out and actually hit some local restaurants, and hopefully um, that will, you know, improve my impression of Columbus, Ohio. And you can't you can't sink the whole state for one city, bro. That ain't fair. No, we sure. don't do that. We don't do that. I got other places. Um, I'm sure. I think I'll be going to Cleveland soon, so we'll see. We digress, though. Back to our regularly yeah. scheduled program. As always, we start yeah. off with attitude, with gratitude. Gratitude with attitude. Urgh. Yep. Thank you to everybody who uh, continues to like, share, subscribe. Whatever you do, if you know, you told a friend, family member, if you liked a picture, whatever it was, and nothing is too small. We we grateful for it all. Aw, it rhymed. Did you work I on that? Even, I didn't even try. Look at that. Look at that. We, we're going to adopt that. We're going to use that. As always, if you don't know where to find us, we are on the Facebook where are the webs? Spell it out like a sentence. Where are the webs on Facebook? You can also find our YouTube page, Where are the Webs. Again, spell it out. Where are the webs on the YouTube? You can find us on the Instagram, Where are the Webs all together. No special characters, no spaces. Spaces. Where are the webs? 
Also, our foodie page, Shells and Drums, Shells and Drums, all together. And our individual pages, I am at Psyching Out Loud, P-S-Y-C-H-I-N-G, Out Loud. I am also at Phenomenal Yoga, P-H-E-N-O-M-E-N-A-L, Yoga. I am also at Mindful Living Counseling, LLC. Don't forget the LLC. That is on Instagram and on the Facebook. And you are? Mark Swib on everything. That's M-A-R-C-U-S-W-E-B-B. On Instagram at one nine eight four Mark Swib one nine eight four on uh, Snapchat Mark Swib eight four Facebook it's just Marcus Swib just follow me <laughs> just Marcus Swib just that's it's just me that's it's all it Jimmy it Jimmy just me straight black no chaser no mixed nothing also if you wonder where all those beautiful photographs come from that is the official photographer where the webs marcy renee photography.com that is m-a-r-c-i-r-e-n-e-e photography.com hashtag book I her i still don't understand why you haven't booked a photo shoot yet i mean you want you want a photo shoot and why not book marcy renee she takes um, the kind of photographs that get you featured on official pages for cities. <clears throat> speaking of that, uh, you know, small highlight. We got we take what we can get. We, like we said, we we very thankful. Shout out to the official, the official blue check tourism Instagram of the city of Macon. Woo! Who do they have on there? Who they? Arbor. Our little brown faces. Oh yeah. Look, but if you go look at it, like this is where it really, like, <laughs> really look, like they never put people. They you look, they never really feature people. But who do they? Who they got on there? The webs. The webs. We, we good. At, we good in any hood and making. Bro, you know I, I'm good on Pansy Avenue. I'm good everywhere. Duncan Block. I'm good. We, I think we good everywhere in Macon. We, we heart you, Macon. We heart you. The feeling is mutual, Macon. All right. Um, feedback. So I got some feedback. Uh, evidently, I need to be very, very clear on the difference between a spoiler and ruining a movie, which yeah. I feel like are one and the same, but. Okay. People say you, you ruined the movie. Up I said, to, I said, stop, stop now. I said it, stop now, several times before we even started talking. Then I took another pause and I said, all right, like don't, don't do it. And you did it, and you mad. I don't see a difference between spoiler and ruining a the movie. They, I thought they were synonymous to me. Apparently, everyone else feels otherwise. So. My bad. You should still see us, though. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you should still go see the movie, no matter what. Still go support um, it. If you like me, the more, the further I've gotten away from the movie, the more I like it. Yeah. Like the the more time I have with it, the, the better I like it. So. Right. Go check out us. 
and then you know it it may be worth seeing two times we said that about get out and we still never rewatched it and i don't know why i feel like i should have i feel like it was a missed opportunity um but that's jordan peele's movies like you you have to give it a second a third another look um so that was the feedback i got my bad y'all I, th- I thought I was giving y'all the heads up. In my mind, I did. So, um, moving on. Leftovers. Um, once again, we want to say RIP to Nipsey Hussle. Um, I gave a little shout out on my Mindful Living Counseling page. I had a little quote up there. Um, but everybody's been pouring out their support and their hearts and, and just, you know, trying to keep it going trying to keep it positive and keep the focus off the negative. So the alleged shooter has been arrested. And I guess this kind of segues into our topics. Uh, maybe. Fuck him. But RIP. <laughs> RIP Nipsey, man. This one, you, but I, I, it hit different. You can tell, just not just me, but I'm seeing just the reaction of people. This one was different, and it's people I saw reacting that I didn't even know, even probably knew who Nipsey was, but you could tell, and, and with him, it, it's not even the music you see people talking about, it's all the other stuff he was doing, so R.I.P. to Nipsey, man. Um, it's never good to lose anybody, but I think this is like a wake-up call for a lot of people. Um it's gonna spark a lot of other people um, to continue the legacy. The marathon continues. Would you like to speak to folks who may not know or be as familiar with um, Nipsey Hussle and who he was, what he did, that sort of thing? Um, he was a. I mean, you know, everybody knows he was a rapper, but not just a rapper. He was somebody who was trying to do really positive things in his community. He was the thing that really, and when I really started uh, becoming a real fan, I started paying attention to the other things he was doing. Like he was into um, the STEM, the science, technology, engineering, math. He was setting up co-work spaces. He was uh, talking about a cryptocurrency before. Like a long, like a couple of years ago, before it really became popular, um, just different stuff. Like he created his store was super high tech, but it was in the middle of the same area where he grew up at. And you know, he would talk about ownership and entrepreneurship. How the the building where he had his store, where he was killed in front of, he was like, man, they used to kick me out of here. There was a, uh, I guess there was a restaurant there. The dude took a had a restaurant in this building took all the tables and chairs out so nobody the people would just get their food to go and he was like that dude kicked me out and now he's my tenant you know what i'm saying so stuff like that is what really started registering with me and just sparking this thing about like creating and owning something building a legacy and just to have a a rapper talk about stuff like that yeah, he was, you know, he, he he was a known gang member, former gang member, I guess you would say. But mm-hmm. he he was talking about other stuff and just 
how he had. I'm, I remember watching interviews. He was talking about how he was um, I, I'm not Somalian. He maybe Ethiopian. One of them East African. I, it's Eritrean. Yes. It was one of the, yeah. So like he was Eritrean, and he was talking about connecting with his heritage and all this. So man, it, he was just to me. It was, it was just more than it was more than the music. It was very. He was inspiring people, and he was really showing. You know, you could come from wherever and build something substantial. You know, yeah. And you don't even have to leave your neighborhood per se. You can like that whole idea of taking back the block and you know revamping because people complain about um gentrification and other people coming in and running up prices and doing all that kind of thing so he was talking about how you can like buy it cheap and hire you know hire local people give jobs like create jobs in your neighborhood and help build things back up he lived that yeah look up victor 90 Vector, V E C T O R, ninety, and like, look at what he was doing with that. I just hope, I just hope, other people pick up what he was doing, and matter of fact, just multiply it, grow it. Like, we lost one. I hope this, you know, if anything good can come from this, maybe it sparks hundreds. And in the interest of, you know the reason we're saying like this this feels very different is because he was doing something so positive and he died in such a violent like negative way it was you know just to get he got shot at his store and for what that's like the the remaining questions for what was it for why you know, it, this is somebody who, who turned their life around and was really helping and inspiring others. And it's frustrating and upsetting to see people who can't stand it, who can't stand to see you shine and come up and people around you who love you and, and you know, support you and pour into you and care about you. And you just feel so empty. Like, this is what you do. Yeah. It's sad because this doesn't happen in any other genre of music, any other industry. Just just rap, that just hip hop. Most rappers die in their hometown at the hands of somebody they probably, you know, once knew or associated with. Where do you get this statistic from? Name, name. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, I didn't give you a number. I just said most rappers. How do you determine that? Okay, name a rapper that's been killed. Most of them get killed in their hometown. Tupac did. Tupac did not. Okay, other than Tupac and Biggie, all the rest of them get killed in their hometown. Jam Master J. In, in Queens, in his studio. Yep, that is true. Yeah. I can start naming other rappers, but I mean, I don't know how many of y'all really know anyway. You know? A lot but, of them get killed by, in their hometown. But, so, in moving kind of, because this is all merging together with our, our topics, because the alleged shooter... 
um, yep. has been taken into custody and you've seen some articles maybe about Chris Darden being his attorney. Now, if you don't know Chris Darden, first of all, how old are you? But if you don't know who Chris Darden is, that name doesn't sound familiar. He, um, he was the prosecutor, one of the prosecutors. Um, he was yeah in the OJ Simpson trial the infamous OJ Simpson trial he was one of the prosecutors and now he is a defender for the alleged shooter of Nipsey Hussle and I saw some people responding to this and feeling some type of way and I think some people are thinking of it as he just takes down black men or he doesn't really care about his own community um first of all if that's how you feel about oj then i mean we we ain't got time we do not have the time well we, we <laughs> how no matter if it's oj r kelly bill cosby we know people defend him gtfo but right. um but Here's the thing with Chris Darden, though, and I, I I see some of the same things people saying, you know, like, sell out, he don't care about the community. At the end of the day, the man's still an attorney that deserves to work. Right. So I try to look at it from that point of view. And then, like, he's been ruined from, the like, his, his time on the OJ trial. And... I think at that time he was still too a man just doing a job. I don't think he had, like you know personal feelings against OJ. We all were kind of on OJ's side back in '94, but then you know hindsight, we like damn, what were we thinking? <laughs> Why yes. were we ever defending OJ Simpson? Right. But I think Chris Darden is just a man that that's just doing his job. If you are an attorney you gonna have at some point you you might defend somebody that you don't necessarily agree with or, yep. you, you know but you just doing your job right. I don't know if he's necessarily like I'm about to show these black people let me right. get, you know I, like he didn't probably I don't think he seek he was seeking out this per this person Eric Holder which is funny that I That's still a, find yeah. it weird that his name is Eric Holder but, but the shooter's name is Eric Holder. But again, I and I agree with you because I'm he can recuse himself, I guess, from taking the case, but you gotta make money. You know, you gotta, you gotta work. I mean, yeah, you gotta work, so if you're looking down at Chris Darden, you're gonna look down at all attorneys. You do you think they all out here <laughs> clean, maybe, right? Maybe Maybe you have a negative opinion of all attorneys, but I mean, I don't feel it's like a job. Darden, I, I feel like he was just doing his job, like, especially like in in '94. He, you work for the office of the Los Angeles County Prosecutor's Office. What are you gonna do? Not do your job? Right. You don't even matter who on the other side. Right. You, you got to do your job. So our our last thing we want to say on this slight segue into. Our problematic segment, our recurring problematic segment. One Mr. Kodak Black, young black. <laughs> One Mr. Kodak Black, who is no stranger to us saying, has been problematic. He I think almost every week. 
He does like, not need the social medias. It, they the social media is bad for him. It is bad. It is not good. So he took to his Instagram live. Um, Nipsey Hussle, when he was killed, left behind children. And I don't think they were officially married, but they had been partnered for five years. Lauren London, the actress. Um, so she she's widowed, essentially. And nope. so he just thought it was appropriate to shoot his shot. Um, get on his Instagram live and say, oh, you a whole widow out here. And, you know, I'll give you like a year to cry and mourn, but just know you need to show to like I'm here and I'll be a good man to you and I'll blah, 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 blah. So, so he, he did that. He did that. And then came back on the Instagram live later. Cause I just read this on, like, I just read about this a minute ago. He came back on the Instagram live later and said, F all y'all, you know, I said what I said, blah, blah, blah. Then again, came back on Instagram I believe today and issued his version of an apology, which was a non-apology saying, I ain't mean no disrespect. I mean, I like dude. I told y'all he made me feel like inspired and I want to do something. You know, I just, I said what I said and ain't mean no disrespect. And I hope I ain't hurt her feelings and blah, blah, blah. Like what, what, what? Come on, man. Come on, man. So, self-explanatory why this is problematic like come on not just problematic but disrespectful it's very disrespectful disrespectful like even even if you felt like okay she's an attractive woman you want to shoot your shot at some point yeah i'm sure she's gonna have she's gonna date again at some point now is not the time yeah now is not the time and like on Instagram live is not the place for that. You know what I mean? So super disrespectful, but I want to raise a question here. Have we thought about is Kodak black slow? Like, do, what? like are what? we all, are we all just like reacting to the actions of a special needs kid? Oh my gosh. I just, Are I'm we just about saying. to become problematic? I maybe, but <laughs> I'm just. I'm not. Look, I'm not even. It's just happening too often. Either you are very, either you are aware of what you're doing, and you're doing it on purpose for the reaction, for the attention, or you want to people you just don't understand the consequences of your actions, which in my mind means you are slow. So, which one is? I, uh, I don't know. I, I, he understands. Maybe he doesn't understand social norms, but like when he went to trial, he definitely knew what he did wrong. Like criminal, right. criminal offenses. He gets that. But why you should not, um, talk to a woman whose significant other died less than a week about a week ago or less and try to make passes at her or why you shouldn't get on your Instagram and harass a known lesbian and try to say some you know derogatory things toward her like there 
social graces. Just or things, maybe appropriate on, behavior. Maybe he's on the spectrum. What? Maybe you're on the spectrum. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Right, We're going to leave that right there. Good. Um... You can send us your your comments at where the webs one at gmail.com. That's where the webs number one at gmail.com. Hey Amen. <laughs> the title of this episode is gonna be Is Kodak Black Slow? <laughs> but that that does okay. We're just we're just gonna move on. I'm not gonna say anything. We're gonna move on. So where have the webs been this week? That is a great question. Right, Mr. Webb? We're going to jump right into that. Where the Webb's been? Where we been Chris this week? Garden, Kodak Black. What if Kodak Black next trial, oh, he gosh. hires Chris Darden? What? Boom. No. No. What? That's like coming full circle in a terrible story. <laughs> it's coming full circle in a sad-ass, terrible story. No. What if Chris Darden did come out and be like, "Yeah, I took it. I, I did it for for a reason. I wanted to speak it to y'all." What? I'm just considering all the options. So where have the webs been? Where have <laughs> we been this week? You know where we've been? Grovetown, Columbia County. The webs, not secure. Well. We do secure the bag, but guess what? We secured the house. Boom. Boom. To secure the bag to secure the house. Bruh. <laughs> uh, now, now the bag gone. I got we got the house, but the bag is alone. What's the, I was say, what's that show on BT? Yeah. I blew a bag. Yeah. I blew a bag. Getting a house. But um Grovetown. The webs are going to Grovetown. And I told Mr. Webb, as much as I tried my hardest to not become a resident of Columbia County, I never wanted to live in Grovetown in my life. But, and the thing I tell you is everything I try to avoid ends up like coming, coming straight up to my face. Like I, I can't avoid, I don't, I don't get to avoid stuff, whatever it is. I I can't avoid it. I can't sidestep it. I detested Columbia County and everything about it. And yet, here we go. So, as of May, the webs are coming a little closer to you, the CSRA. Woo! I don't know about nobody else, but I know how much it benefits me. We are getting out of the country. It's still a little country, but like country with stuff nearby <laughs> very <Where> near can... <laughs> very shorter nearby to, shorter drives to work so come through first of may beginning of may webs go to grove town if you know us if you really mess with us come through visit i'm maybe there'll be an official housewarming at some point Woo! but man, just come through like this is about to be the house i always dreamed of i can already picture me this summer in the backyard with the grill fired up come through i'm excited i'm excited for all of this so also this week because we did mention securing the bag um along those lines promotion and trying to get our names and faces out there 
Um, we had planned to go to this event at Tribeca. Um, it was like a sip and social after work yep. networking event. But beforehand, I wanted to, because, you know, I, I come up with alternate plans often. Um, I've been accused of derailing things. That may or may not be true. I don't do it on purpose. I had the best intentions. Anyway, but we had been watching the Pinnacle Club on Instagram and decided, I decided, hey, they have happy hour. Why don't we drop in there or drop up there? The Pinnacle Club. What is the Pinnacle Club? Yes. The Pinnacle Club is a very exclusive club. It's a membership kind of deal. And it is on the top, top floor of the tallest building in downtown Augusta. So the view is like second to none. It's one of the tallest. They say they the tallest. That's why we, that's how we ended up going to the wrong building too. (laughs) (laughs) Nonetheless, but the Pinnacle Club to me feels like one of the places like I'm pretty sure uh, they just started letting black people in like a couple years ago, probably, but. (laughs) It's open now. Under new management. Say what? Under new management. It is. Recently, uh, like the Helms College, Helms Hospitality, Goodwill basically has purchased it. They're opening up a little bit more. And we thought it was still, it was open to the public for this happy hour, um, the way they advertise on the Instagram, but they are not open to the public. We went up there. It just so happened that someone we knew was there. Yep, yep. We arrived, and they are a member. As long as you are there with a member, you can, uh, you know, you're allowed to stay. You are allowed to stay. Well, even after the member leaves, like as long as you, you're vouched for, like up front, then they could go on somewhere, but, and you can stay behind and have your libations and bar snacks. So I had a blood orange, blood orange margarita. And we had some, um, you had the green sangria. Garden City Sangria, which pretty much, it was sangria, white sangria, but all the uh, fruit was green, like green apples, kiwi, uh, something else. Shout out to all the pears. Yeah, pear. That was, green pears was in the, um, And we had the bar bites. So what? The the bar bite we had, the little... Um, we had sausage balls. Yes. Handmade little sausage balls with their own honey mustard made from scratch. It was delicious. I'm a sucker for a good homemade sauce. And it was good. We yeah, also... It was pretty damn good. We're given the intro information, contact, you know, how to get in, how to get you know, get our own membership and the perks of membership and the benefits. It's essentially like, I don't know, the way I think about it, it's a seat. I was I was telling Mr. Webb, I was conflicted because I felt like it was, oh, I got a seat at this exclusive table, but also I don't need a seat at your table. But also I'm kind of excited to be at your table, but I want to bring more people of diverse backgrounds to your table. I'm going to bring me and all my friends up here to your table. Right. We all going to be at the now. table. Eat at your table. This our table now. <laughs> I mean, it's cool. And I, I felt like it was a, 
it it's good. Something different, something new. So we might become members. It's it's good. I like that whole day. I know I don't know if you're gonna talk about the other event, but we started out there, you know, networking and then we went to the other actual networking event, which I think is gonna be a regular thing. Like, I think they said like every third was it every third Wednesday? Wednesday? Yeah, at Tribeca Lounge. Tribeca Lounge, Broad Street. Uh, things brought to you by Chile Chills, who's a radio personality in the uh, Augusta area. So, but it was good. I like that, you know, those events are happening more and more. You got the after work events. It's not the, you ain't got to wait till Friday, Saturday to go out. You can have a nice little chill atmosphere. They had sandwiches in, in the other event. Not, uh, get you a good little drink, you know, exchange business cards, build, talk business. Yeah. That that was exciting. That was that was fun to me. I enjoyed it. I, I really did. Um you can shake the awkwardness pretty early. <laughs> just go in and just have your business cards out and ready and just start talking to people, you know? We all know what we, we are in here for and what we came to do. And um Chili Chills was giving individual shout outs to business owners and giving like a little promo, a little plug. So perfect time to promote uh, the therapy and counseling services and the yoga stuff. So it was a good time. Good night. Cool. Right at this moment, I just remembered what we did after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, shout out. shout out to the people, man. We still rocking with uh, Toast Augusta. Still, um, shout out to them. Congratulations. They're moving to a new location further down Broad Street. Yes. Uh, I I don't know the exact address, but it's near the Miller Theater. Toast Augusta is moving. So be on the lookout for the new space. Uh, We went there for pasta night. This is our first time. Like, y'all know how we, we rock with Toast. But this is our first time going to uh, pasta night. Uh, it was interesting. It's very interesting <laughs> in there that night. And the, let's just say, man, the word is out about Toast Augusta. Yes. Some of you may pronounce it Toasty, but it's Toast Augusta. <laughs> toast. Toast Augusta. The word is out, man. And I don't know who else in, in Augusta doing it, but they got that, the bottomless for you. The bottomless margaritas. The bottom of the sangrias, you pay twenty dollars and drink all night long. And it was a couple, it was like two groups in there who had had their fair share, and you could tell that oh they had did work on them bottomless margaritas and bottomless sangrias. Yes, they did. And the volume was high yes. in toast on a Wednesday night. Yeah, we really came for the food, um, but you know. Other people were having a a good old time, so you know it was it was a little uh less less intimate than it, it usually is, but that's okay. That's okay. You well, know, yo, we ain't gonna be down on anybody getting their money. So hey, do your thing. Come to Toast. Support support Toast. If you want to book them for your private event, you know, book them. Do the bed and breakfast. Support Toast. And shout out to all the other businesses. Shout out um, all the, um, I think this may segue into one of our other topics. Shout out to all the events that's happening in Augusta this week. Yay. I'm not there. 
I can't, you know, participate because I'm be there, be here in Ohio. I may be coming back early. It's Masters That's Week. But before Masters Week was the inaugural event, the first Augusta National Women's Amateur Tournament. So, yeah. shout out to the ladies. Now, let's go Augusta National, man. They opening up to, they starting to expand. They letting women play on the course now. I mean, allow, you know, problematic, but hey, A for effort for trying to. Private club. <laughs> You have the right to set your rules and, you know, restrictions. But this is the inaugural event. Like, they always have the, the masters. Right. This is like the lady masters. The lady masters. I, We're working I, on it. We're working on it. But um, this week, tomorrow is the mayor's reception. Uh, Wednesday is the party on the green. Um and I'm sure there's like a ton of other things. The major rager, I think that's Thursday or Friday night. Um, but a ton of stuff going on because you know, tis that time of year. So, which what was the other thing? Par for the course? Oh, Rock for Doe. No. Oh, you no, you're talking about um, oh the dinner, the dinner on I the green. Our friend Kiguana. Yes. The dinner on the green. I can't remember the actual name of it. Sorry. I thought it was par for the course. Maybe. Sure. Because it's like three course meal. And it is a five course meal. Lengthen. It is a five course five meal. Course? Yes. Five. Okay, five course. It includes a five course meal with golf lessons. You get to play with a a PGA pro who is from the area. Yep. I still don't know who that is. I don't either. They say, they say he exists. There's an African American PGA pro that is Lives among in us. Augusta. <laughs> all the time, but we didn't know. I did not know. Um, also, shout out to all the new businesses that are getting their shine in the latest edition of The Little Guide to Augusta. If you don't know, it is a free publication. And it can be found like all around the city. It's just a little red book, but it's gotten significantly bigger this year. Um, Second City Distillery, like you talked about, American Journeyman is there. Um, American Journeyman, she like I. We got to meet in person. I we I haven't <laughs> even met her in person, but I feel like she's my friend. Shout out to her. Um, and what else? It's it's so many businesses and things to explore so another reason the webs are looking forward to moving into the city so that we can get out and move around a little bit more you know what i think oh while we on it um i want to shout out another business i haven't even been to yet but i saw they're open they they're they're doing the thing in the uh just opening the augusta mall food court shout out to whipped creamery oh it's a new locally owned ice cream shop hey so if you're in the augusta mall support (laughs) Get you some ice cream, whipped creamery. All right. Moving on to our review this week. We just have one, just the one, only one. I mean, unless you want me to review uh, airlines and hotel rooms. <laughs> um, let's let's see where this goes. We got twenty minutes on the clock. Shout out to Delta. <laughs> yeah, I I still say I think Delta Delta number one, man. 
I ain't got no beef with Delta Airlines. I know some of y'all might, not me. No beef whatsoever. I've I've only been on Delta and American Airlines, so I can't say anything about uh, the spirit. I can't say anything about the South Southwest. I can't say anything so about them. But I'm comp- hometown Delta gang. But between uh, Delta and American Airlines, I mean. You know. Nah, I don't know about American. Y'all can go. Come on. American, United, uh, Delta. If you ain't gonna fly Delta, save your money and go. You might as well get on Spirit, Frontier. <laughs> <laughs> so our our actual review is Free Spirit. It's the CD, the album is Free Spirit by Khalid. 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 Khalid Khalid. I think it's Khalid. Khalid. Yay. It is Khalid. Yay. They we... are probably Khalid. We just say Khalid. <laughs> Khalid. <laughs> um so this is the sophomore album? Yeah, I think this is the second one for him. And I feel bad I never listened to the first one even though I enjoyed a lot of the, like the singles off of the first one. But I never listened to the full first album um he's kind of a new nouveau r&b dude like fits into that kind of category um and i listened to this and no lie going in i i was like i'm gonna suspend suspend judgment ahead of time because i was fighting against man this is gonna be like moody low slow you know that kind of thing and I was like, very yeah and I was very pleasantly surprised I was I enjoyed it mm-hmm. I thought it was upbeat um, very up tempo you could hear all the words which is also nice um, because you never know sometimes and I was like this this feels like springtime and summertime yep. riding cruising like getting out and I, I enjoyed this. I hit the save. I like it. I can dig it. What about you, Mr. Webb? Um, I completely agree. I didn't I don't know if I'm saving the whole album, but it did feel like feel like summertime. Made me feel like I was in California, you know, good uh like vibe music. That summer real chill. I, I could add some of these songs to my summer playlist. I don't know who produced. I ain't look at the you know all the details, but the beats are good. Only thing, if I had to say something negative, he does have a voice where some I do kind of get tired of his the way his voice sounds. And not even that it's bad. It's just it's not about listening to it for long periods of time. That I don't know for some reason I'm, I start. It's like I start tuning him out. And I'm just listening to the beat. Mm. I don't know. I don't know how it's possible. After a couple, after enough of the songs, I'm like the beat hard, beat riding, beat real chill. <laughs> I don't know what he talking about. I don't know what he said, but it sound real. It's the beat riding. <laughs> so and I, I, I don't know, but I I say that, but I really like it though. Like I I really. Other than that, I don't really have anything negative to say. It's it's gonna get some more play for me. Um, I 
wish I could remember the names of the songs off the top of my head, but I think the one that I really like is just called Better or Better Days or something like that, Better. Mm-hmm. But I think that's uh, that one definitely going to get some play. But it was just like, it's just real fun, chill music. I, I was about to say, like, what else you could do to this music? Like, it's, you know, <laughs> if you partake in certain things... It's it's probably real good for that. Like you do that and then mm-hmm. you know chill out. It's real. It's like edible music. That's what that's what you should. Okay. Should be. Okay. So check out Khalid, Free Spirit. Woo. Get you some some gummies or something. Uh, All right. I mean. Yeah. And, okay. And, and ride out. If that's your jam. If it's not, that's fine. That's fine. If if you know. So, motivation, sir. Uh, motivation this week, man. I got so much. I had a lot I wanted to say, but I'm just keep it quick. Uh, number one, I think this. Um, you gave me this one, and it, it did. You know, hit home. Perseverance, man. It's it's gonna take a lot of perseverance. It's it's never gonna be just easy. Very rarely does it do things just fall in your lap. It's going to take perseverance. Perseverance is the word for this week. It took perseverance to get this house. It took perseverance to get me to Ohio. Right? Like, it's, it's, perseverance is key. Um, and another word we, we use was adaptability. Things change. Things change very suddenly sometimes. I was talking about, I was at home Saturday night. Got a, got a flight out the next morning and, the whole plan changed. I went from, you know, some of you know I started, I got a new position. I went from a point where I was supposed to be just the the shadower for like six months to week two. I'm in the game, you know what I mean? So that's one thing. And then also to my uh, entrepreneurs and wannabe entrepreneurs out there this week, my tip is just um, every great leader was once a great follower. So mm. Mm. master sometimes some of us need to master the art of the follow. Mm. How to take instruction before we can be number one. And then some of us recognize that we just may not be cut out for number one. Some people are just okay with being I'd be a strong two, three, four. But if you're gonna be number one you can't be number one. You can't be the leader if you never really learn how to follow. That's so weird. you can't. You got to master that nine to five. Sometimes, sometimes we just we want, all want the freedom that comes along with like being our own boss. But oh, sometimes you got to lock down the skills the that you need are going to be found in that nine to five point. Once you get that, then that can prepare you for the um you know the entrepreneurships but some of us are trying to put it like reverse the order but everybody has to follow at some point that's all i got that's what's up mr webb that was fantastic all right um this week my um my mental health moment is going to the five love languages And that's because I'm about to hit this series on my Mindful Living page. So watch out for the videos where I do a more in-depth breakdown. But real quick, the five love languages. 
So I put, what are they and why, why is this important or good to know? So the five love languages, the principle behind it is that not everybody expresses affection and understands affection in the same way. So this person had, and I forgot his name, but that's fine. But he broke it down into five types, generally speaking. And he said, you can fall into like one is your primary and maybe there's like one that's like close behind. So there's usually two, but there's physical touch. So people who like the little touches, the little caresses, things like that in relationship, you know, those people, the touchy feely people, the PDA people. Okay. You have gifts. So people who are always getting gifts for people, they remember every birthday anniversary anytime someone gets on the come up they always come through with like a little something something gift people then you have um words of affirmation which is like hey I see you doing a great job or I really appreciate you doing this or I care about you so much da, 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 da. for some people words are everything then you have your acts of service people where for them talk is cheap they want to see it so acts of service people, if you like went and took their car through the car wash or did something like that, like you do something for them that they weren't expecting or prepared for it, like that's how they feel loved. And that's how they show their affection is by doing above and beyond for the people they care about. And then you have quality time people. So quality time is always interesting to me because I'll see a couple and ask them, I've had people and they matched on quality time. And I'll say, okay, define quality time. And one person will say, well, we binge watch a show on Netflix. So that was quality time. And the other person was like, that's not quality time to me. Cause we didn't talk or do anything. We just watched the TV. For some people, you could just be in their space, their general vicinity. <laughs> you don't have to talk or anything. Y'all can be on your phone and they just feel good that you're around them and for some people quality time is like I have to be connected to like we have to be talking or engaged in something for it to be quality time so this is important to know because it plays out in so many relationships and conflicts and misunderstandings because if I'm constantly trying to show you how much I care by um buying the groceries and putting them all away um like making sure all the clothes are folded and doing all of this. And I'm always doing this and I'm waiting for you to show it in doing like these above and beyond things for me that I'm probably going to be disappointed if you're a words of affirmation person and you just keep telling me how much you appreciate all of this stuff. Show me, I'm a show me person. So when people mismatch on their love languages, it's important that you, I call it think harder. So you extend yourself to try to speak your partner's love language. So if it's not something that comes naturally to you, you make the extra effort to do it because you care about that person. So this week, I just wanted to break down the love languages a little bit. Boom. That's what's up. I haven't even read the book. I've had the book several times and never read it, but uh, his name is Gary Chapman. Yes. The guy who wrote it. <laughs> yes, I blanked on that. Yeah. Gary Chapman. 
Uh, I definitely, I think I'm an acts of service you and are. probably giver. You are, my love. You definitely are. And I am, actually, when I took the test, yeah, <laughs> when I took the test, I scored pretty, almost evenly across four of them. The one I scored the lowest on was gifts. Um, but I, I'm a words of affirmation for sure. And I would probably say quality time. I think I'm a words and a quality time kind of person. So yeah, we don't match, but that's why that's a thing, like a point of growth for each of us is to put in the effort to speak our partner's love language and do things in a way they understand. So like you're gone. So when you come back, you'll see the house in a different way and be like, oh man, look at all this progress. I feel good about this because I know that's, I know that's what you appreciate. So love languages are good for everybody. It's good to know. And you can take the test for free online for free. Yep. 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 All right. Roses. All right, you got some roses? Roses. I really just wanted to give the roses to the inaugural um, Augusta National Women's Amateur Tournament um, because, hey man, I'm I'm just happy. I'm I'm happy to see the change and that people realize, even if it's for dollars' sake, even if it's just for monetary gain, but you realize. You can't stay in the old boys club and continue to survive just off the strength. I mean, you could, but the world is changing. And we, we say it so often you adapt or you die. Like you, you go with it or you don't, but you're not going to continue to grow and thrive the way you were doing things the old way. So if you want to stick with that, then stick with that. Also, shout out to the owner of Squeaky's Tip Top. If you don't know what that is, that's fine. But the yoga studio space that I work at, there's a space next door that is dilapidated and literally falling in on itself and the owner would never sell. However, he met with the owner of the space yoga studio, Monica, and he talked about possibly having her take over that space and seeing what she would do with it. And that is exciting because people have been trying to get him to do something with that dilapidated building for years. And as the area is growing around it and continuing to thrive, it's just an eyesore. So she had this vision and she knows a bunch of the business owners in the area. So maybe Squeaky's Tip Top will come around and become something brand new with a little bit of the old. So... Yeah. So, uh, I'm happy about this new. Um, I keep saying I keep wanting to say Lady Masters. Don't, don't do that. <laughs> um, but I so progress is great, but let's not ignore the um, the financial benefit also involved. So I mean, you can't ignore that. To pretty much turn the Masters into a two-week event Woo. instead of one. Hey, hey. It just makes sense. That's when people really respond, when they can see the the real benefit, the financial benefit. 
that's when change happens. Right. So, I think you, it sounds great that they, maybe you think they were like, you know what, we should probably let some women play, but then they probably were like, you know what, we'll get some more money out there. How can we, how can we get these funds up, get more people, because I, I mean, because I flew out of the Augusta airport this morning, I'm, I'm seeing people who are just in town just for the women's event. Right. They're not staying for the main event. You got plenty of people for the main event. That you, there will be no shortage of people for the main event. But you got some people that came in just for this event. So if you can make, if you can expand that, and if it continues to grow, it's only going to benefit. It benefits Augusta National, of course, and it also benefits the city of Augusta because right. just that that revenue that that comes in will be a plus. Yep. So that's what's up. Growth. Anything else before we wrap, Mr. Webb? That's all I got. All right, folks. We appreciate you uh, listening, checking in with us. Make sure you like, share, subscribe, follow, all of that good stuff. And we'll see you next week.